Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We're in partnership with the Hockey Art Co, hockey clothing for hockey people, worn by the best and hated by the rest. Listeners to Zero Pucks Given get a 10% discount on everything site-wide from hockeyartclothing.co.uk. Just enter the discount code. Nine, welcome along. Uh, we're doing our little sort of step into the women's ice hockey world. Uh, on for this month, we are joining the Invicta Dynamics. They're currently in the Development League, sort of playing their way back up towards the WNIHL, sort of refilling their rosters and their coffers so that they've got enough people to sort of maintain a challenge up in the league. But we're going to be catching up with Mel, with Lou, and with Sophie from the Invicta. Zero Pucks Given in partnership with the Hockey Art Co. Absolutely thrilled to welcome the ladies from the Invicta Dynamics. We've got Sophie, we've got Lou, we've got Mel. Good evening, how are you doing? Hello. Wonderful, thank you so much for joining me. So, uh, Sophie, you're a new player this year. Is it your first year playing hockey? Yeah, my first season. And how have you found it? Um, I actually really enjoy it. I-, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I was very nervous at first, but I'm okay now. I love it. Lovely. And, and you welcomed her in with open arms, of course. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. How long has the team actually been going? Oh, God. I mean, yeah. we're gonna, yeah, we, we're going to look at the uh, chairman, who's currently yeah. over the other side of the room. <laughs> uh, back to, before, to the same time as the Medway Bears, they were the Invicta Grizzlies that then converted to the Dynamics. When so, starting 90s? Over. No, 80s. Oh, 80s. In the 80s. Fantastic. Yeah, no. um, but currently playing in the Development Cup. Is that right? We are, yeah. We're in the Women's uh, Development League. Lovely. And does that give you many fixtures? Because I know they're, they're quite sporadic for the women's game across the country. But is it, how is it in the Development League? Uh, we've, got, we've got eight games, four home, four away. So it's spread out throughout the year. So it's not too bad. No, no. But do you get to train at least once a week? Yep. Training's on a Friday night, half ten, um, for an hour and 15 minutes. So it's after the... Yeah, we're true athletes. Afterwards, we go to McDonald's, so... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you go down anywhere near that area of Gillingham on a Friday night, there is loads to do at, like, half eleven. There's so much to do down there. <laughs> That's it. That, it's one of the draws, you know, you're going to be up anyway, so you might as well come along. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Although we wouldn't wouldn't encourage sort of Friday night drinking and then going to play ice hockey. That's probably not the best way to do it. <laughs> no, it's definitely no. not. <laughs> but it happens, does it, Stu? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Not with not with us. Not with us. <laughs> not with us. <laughs> no. Just you're aware, Laura did go to a gym night out and then show up to training after drinking everyone's shots at the mill and it didn't yeah. end well. No. Oh, dear. Come, me, that sounds like a story, Lou. Come on. Honestly, me skating doesn't end well, full stop. Um, honestly, when I said to you, kind of, I'm the potato on the team, is because <laughs> I feel like I'm the obstacle people have to avoid. So I'm quite good because they have to learn to stop before they hit me or go around me. So I think I play a very, you know, important part of the team, um, you know, being the obstacle. Um, <laughs> skating skills, um, I'm, I can skate, I can get round, I can't stop. Um, and they keep talking about crossovers and edges and I'm not quite sure what they mean by it. Um, I can't even cross over my legs generally. So doing it on ice, um, just a mental block. So Mel, Mel helps me. And she like holds my hand. She's fantastic, and we go round. But it's my head that goes. Not today. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's your background, Mel? What got you into playing ice hockey? Um. Well, one of the um, ladies on the team. I used to work with her ex partner, um, and it was him that introduced me to to her about ice hockey. And I've watched it from all through my life growing up. Um. I'm originally from Essex. I used to watch the Romford Raiders and we'd always travel over to Invicta to watch the Dynamos play. But there was there was nowhere that advertised the women's <laughs> hockey. It weren't until I actually got, got to meet Amanda, who's one of the assistant captains, that um, she got me into it. And that's like, I've been there ever since, really. So how do you go around having new players on board? Because obviously having been a club for obviously the best part of 40 years now, it's uh you could say obviously it's it's sustainable, it's there, it exists. How do you go about recruiting new people? Like Sophie, for instance, how did you recruit Sophie? So we're quite lucky. I mean, Sophie can tell you that a lot of our members come from word of mouth or siblings. So Sophie, do you wanna Um well I can't actually remember how I got in contact with you guys, but my little sister plays for the juniors. And I think some of the parents were talking about like how they're taking on like the younger ones that you could be 16 to join the dynamics. So I think me and my dad, we waited ages until I was 16. And then I think he got in contact with you guys on Facebook. I think I'm not sure. He, <laughs> he, did, yeah. he was a good dad <laughs> yeah, straight away. Yeah. So I think it was just other parents talking or gossiping and told me about the team. So, yeah. so a lot of, a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, but since kind of this season, we've had a real kind of kick with social media um, and kind of getting ourselves out there on, on as, as you guys on TikTok, on Insta, you know, every kind of platform. Um, also going to social events. So we went to the Midway Wild um, before, I think it was before the summer, and we met the mayor and we were talking about kind of how we want to get women's hockey out there. And she got us in contact with Midway Sport. Um, so the dynamics are kind of working with them at the moment to just just get hockey out there as well as women's hockey. You know, the juniors, the rep teams, everyone. So um, it's just kind of, you know, trying to do as much to get us out. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's, he's taking he's taking our, our, our oldest to um, oldest girl to ice hockey. So he's he's just put a message. And I'm, I can't quite read because I ain't got the glasses on. Um, <laughs> because as I said, I look like Harry Potter at the moment because I decided to take off my, my hoodie yesterday and my glasses kind of, yeah. 
I look, good, good I look magical. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure that's pro- I'm sure that's how Harry Potter actually got his scar. I think all the Voldemort yeah. stuff was probably crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just before legs, tums, and bums, <laughs> taking your hoodie off. You know, absolutely. <laughs> So what does like a, a Friday night training session look like for the dynamics? Is there is there a sort of a set routine to it, a bit of skating technique and then into sort of team routines? Um, it's more, um, it's what the coach does on, on the night. It's So we, we normally get on the ice, we do a couple of laps, do some stretches, and then we go into skating drills um, just to help warm our legs up. Um we could do passing drills, more skating drills, um, stations. Sta- yeah, we do stations yeah, as well. So taking, um, a, like splitting the group into. Sometimes we split it for the more experienced players to the least experienced players, and separate them. That we go back to basics on a lot of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's anything what um coach decides on the night I think we've got a couple of scrimmages which is like a, a training game situation and um, that he'll go through with us as well to help out with positions face-offs and making sure people know where to stand on certain way, certain parts of the game and um, who should be in what area and that so he's He's good. He keep, keeps us working. Yeah. So. To be fair, he, he'll message in the group sometimes and say, girls, what do you want? What do you want to work yeah. on? What do you want to do? Mine is just skating just and what is what is hockey and what's a puck because I think for a year I was calling it a ball um, and I knew quite clearly it wasn't but it just it wasn't in my head that yeah I kept calling it a puck and kept getting told off um so for us it's learning do, do any of the girls play ball hockey or inline hockey yeah yep, a lot of us a lot of us so we do um, yeah we play ball hockey um and there's a couple of the other girls that play ball mm-hmm. hockey as well I mean, Sophie, do you play? No, I don't play. I only play ice hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so when, how's the room, Sophie? The room? Yeah, because that's something I think as a new player, what I've what I've discovered actually we're talking to a lot of the women's teams is that the, the room in a women's team is very different. It's not sort of revolving around banter and taking the mick. There's a lot of kind of love in the room and, and sort of building each other up. So how's the room at Invicta? Um, I think it's different between the adults and the juniors. The adults is very like family wise, but the juniors in the changing room, for instance, we just sit there and we just talk crap about other people pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the team. Really the, really yeah. about, like, the the junior boys that we don't like and I don't just do you like we'll be oh my god, did you see that person at the ring earlier? <laughs> It'd just be we're all very like sisters, I'd say. Everyone's like one big family and very welcoming. Mm. And you say yeah. they're doing TikToks and you said obviously trying yeah. to get the club out on social media. Has that been a learning curve for everybody? Sort of, it certainly has been for me in the last sort of two or three years I've been doing this. It definitely has. So I deal with social media. So I'll even get um, you know people messaging me to let me know kind of what to do or what the latest song is. And the girls are fantastic. They'll send me TikToks. Um, and then I can post them and then I've got my teenage um, girl here that plays for Dynamics, plays for the juniors and I'll have to kind of give it to her to okay like can you please check this TikTok Um, is it you know worthy of the world Uh, (laughs) is there anything that needs changing and she'll go "Mm, that look mm, 
okay, change it then. That you know, let me see how it is. So it is. It's a big learning curve, especially when you know we didn't have phones about. Obviously, when we talk about things with some of the juniors, they kind of look at us like, "Are you being serious? What yeah. are cassettes?" Yeah. VHS. <laughs> what a what? Yeah, exactly. Dial, what are CDs? Yeah. So. They they make us feel old at times, very old. Yeah, well, I mean, when you look back there, actually, considering the the sport in in whole in this country is is popular, it's the it's the most watched indoor sport in in the country. But imagine trying to grow that through the eighties and nineties with no internet. Yeah, you know, they did an incredible job to even keep the sport on the map, really, throughout throughout those times. Um, so we kind of owe it to the people that have built the sport in this country to keep publicizing it through all the online media that we have these days um, oh absolutely in, in the past of the dynamics have you been a part of the wnihl in previous years we was oh uh 2018 19 i think it was um we was part of the the league back then um unfortunately we lost quite a few of our players which meant we didn't have enough to stay in that league so we ended up doing training sessions but we're we're hoping that maybe one one year we can get back up there um with the teams that we've got we've just got to work at it and yeah keep training there's a lot of avenues we'd like to go down yeah. you know having a league team would be fantastic there's so many um players with you know a lot of talent that want to kind of go a bit further um so we want to kind of have a space where they can so they're not traveling you know, far away to another ice rink. You know, we'd love to have a junior, you know, Litley's, um, you know, somewhere for them to go. So definitely, we just we just want to keep on going, really. Yeah. And, and the club as a whole, I mean, this, this might be a random question and probably one not really for an ice hockey podcast, but I've, I was travelling through Medway the other day, actually, and, and the, the sort of the horse element is quite prominent down there. Obviously, you've got the dynamos, you've, you're the dynamics, the, the Mustangs. Yeah. What what is the deal with horses in Medway? Um, I should Google, Google it. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure in Victor is Kent or is the, the horse. Yeah, it's the horse on the Kent flag. Mm. Um, so I think it's been adopted through that. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of stuck with all the teams down there. You've got the Mustangs, the Stampede, the Colts. Um, I think you had the buck, Buccaneers. Buccaneers, yeah, Buccaneers. Um, so everything is horse-themed. Yeah, um, but there are some fantastic teams that aren't horse-themed. Yeah, I don't want to get told off because <laughs> they yeah, are. No, the, the Medway Eagles in particular, yes, I think, are one of, the, one of the rec teams, and they, they do fantastic yeah. stuff on their social media as well. They yeah. are great, yeah, their social media. I think that we're coming into like the Burge session. We've got the Night Owls there as well. Um, they're one of the newest rec yeah. teams, and then you've got the Marauders, the Madness. Yeah. Um, all the juniors. There's so the many. Ju- yeah. yeah, they're fantastic. There's loads mm. of teams out. Of, We're just out trying of to do more to kind of get get hockey out there and just kind of come together. To kind of talking. All the clubs are talking. All the teams are talking and helping each other out. So if I put something on social media, you know, I know. Eagles will be putting it out for us and juniors and the vice versa. So the community at the rink, um, I think we're really lucky because there's there's some amazing people that want to kind of push hockey and you know help you out generally. It's it's a good good place to be. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the ice hockey family as, as a whole has always been quite reliable for stuff like that. In the, in the last episode, I spoke to Erin Rose, who's the Raiders physio, who's done the Adams Angels sort of projects and got the yeah. catastrophic bleed kits out to all the teams. Uh, yeah. Have you guys received one of those? Because I know they've been out to all the league teams. I think they were focusing on league teams first. It might mm. be something that we can look into um maybe getting for the future. But we at the moment we we just have a standard first aid kit. Yeah, yeah. But it's um do you know do you have anything too dodgy going on in games or any any nasty injuries? Well other than we putting have. your hoodie over on with glasses on. Well, I, I to be fair, I have to so when I, I played my first game, so I've not been in hockey for long. Um, it's only because um, Stu uh, secretly signed me up um, at the age of, obviously me, at the age of 37. <laughs> and never been ice before, never ice skated, never kind of wanted to. Um, and then thought, you know, let's, let's try, you know, running around on blades. Um, so I started um, very much like Bambi, um, still very much like Bambi. So I, when we play games, I generally go to the other team and apologise and say, look, I'm really sorry. Um, I may fall over you. Um, um, you may fall over me. Um, I might not know where I'm going. Mm. I, I won't know where I'm going, to be fair. I won't know where I'm meant to be standing. Um, so apologies now. It's not a tactic. It's not me being sly um, and, you know, trying to kind of, you know, win. It's honestly not. I'm I'm that terrible. Um, so I generally apologise to the team beforehand. Um, and actually, they're they're fantastic, and they kind of try and skate around me. So for me in general, I've not really had an accident. I've fallen over. One of the teams helped me up really nicely. Like you, right, Lou, help me up. I've then knocked her down somehow. Stood up, flicked the puck in the goal, um, and as I said to you, black tat. I ain't got a clue how I done it. <laughs> um, I didn't know I'd done it. Everyone was screaming. I'm thinking, oh, I've stood in the wrong place again. Um, <laughs> but I'd scored my first goal. So I think I should retire now. Um, because <laughs> they won't let us. Yeah, they won't, which is, is, is not fair, really. Because I've, I've had a goal. I've had a game. I've had a goal. You know, I've, I've skated. Um, no serious accidents. Yeah, no serious accidents, thankfully. Just... Just the hoodie. Off ice. Yeah, just off ice. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think there's been any serious accidents. I mean, other than me, it's um I broke my wrist and done the ligaments and tendons in my ankle a couple of weeks ago. Um Yeah. But other than that, it's she's, I, she's I learned her lesson. Pro, what do you not do? Fall over. Yeah. <laughs> or turn your back. Or or turn on the puck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So no, we are we are really lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, without doubt, it's a dangerous sport, isn't it? Without the the sort of the shocking reminder that we've had in the later part of last year. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it's it's something that I think once people are into it, it's it's almost addictive. It is for, for players and fans alike. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I told you I'm the worst person to come on because I'm I, I know nothing. Um, I'll normally stand there on standoff, going, "Am I in the right place?" And I think even one time the ref started the game as I was slowly skating over because he was like, I can't wait longer. <laughs> but we're, we're all very helpful. So even with the, the players that haven't trained that much or are fairly new to the team, we'll always help them out on the ice during the game. We'll say where to stand, what to do. 
and even with the opposing team as well, if, even if they're offside, we'll always say to them, you're offside, go back, go back. Um, so we'll, we'll help each other out, um, which is really good as well. thing is, because we've development, you've got to. You know, there's, there's people that are coming on the ice that haven't skated. There's mm. people that have skated a little bit, you know, or done figure skating. They're fancy people. They're fantastic. <laughs> they can do some moves that I only could dream of. Um, but we've also got a lot of coaches and a lot of helpers yeah. Um, that come out, you know, free time and absolutely are kind of, you know, just consistent and they will be patient and they'll go over things a hundred times. Whereas you'll get, you'll get frustrated with myself going, oh, why can't I do it? And they're like, look, let's do it again. Let's go again. And I think having a development team and, and getting bigger as a development team and having more people, you need to have good people around you. Um, and the team itself is full of some fantastic girls. We try and kind of go out socially together. So we went kind of, we've had a barbecue together just to kind of keep that team bonding together. Um, yeah. And that's included families. You know, the parents of um, the teams, like the juniors, they're a fantastic bunch of parents. You know, they're always so positive and encouraging. Um Although I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm not great at hockey. Um, I love that there's such a side to hockey that makes me feel so happy and excited to be a part of. Yeah, that's a, a brilliant way to put it as well. Actually, that uh, going back to with what Sophie said about the room feeling like a family. Yeah, that certainly does sort of double down on that. Um, Sophie, do you watch the game recreationally? So, do you sort of see things perhaps and then think, yeah, I'm going to try that on the ice to sort of improve? Um. Sometimes I don't really go to games as much as I used to now because we just don't have the time because games take over my life with my little sister. Mm. So, but when I do go to games, I try, I do try to think like crossovers for instance, is one of them. Like, I watch people even at public skate, like whiz around corners doing crossovers, and I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> I think that is what encourages me to go every week to think that I want to be one of them people that show off at public skate. <laughs> <laughs> That's bro. I would love to be one of those people that shows off a public state. I can go quite fast forwards, not so fast backwards. But, <laughs> but the, uh, do you think the um, the start of the professional women's ice hockey league in America, which has started with a bang, some incredible attendances, uh, live stream figures as well. You can actually stream it live here on YouTube for free, um, which is brilliant. Do you think that the growth of that is going to help the growth of the game over here? I hope so. I think it definitely I, will I do. I think it, it will do. I mean, we can we. Can can share that link on social media from from like the dynamics point of view just to help people get or just to get that word that there are women's teams out there this is I know that it's different over there because they are contact full contact whereas we're not um but it's just a, just exciting to see that there are female teams like now being streamed or oh, okay it's just on YouTube for now but it will mm. soon be on on TV, on Sky or Virgin or whatever people have. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to really boost. And it sounds silly. It's like our juniors. It's it's having somewhere for them to go. So, you know, they don't need to stop at development. They don't need to go to rec. You know, we want there to be so much hockey that they, you know, can't get enough of it at the end of the day. So if that shines the light on it and we can kind of highlight it, then for us, you know, that's fantastic. That's doing some of our job for us. Because um, as you said, like with recruiting, that helps. You know, that mm. being out there, it all helps. 
Yeah, because it's certainly something I've seen over the last couple of days. Because obviously, at the moment, that's only in America. The the sport is growing here. The You've got the Women's National Ice Hockey League Elite 1 and 2, a little bit of sort of conferences going on there. So there is places for them to go. But a few of the players, uh, sort of the like GB senior players and the GB under-18s for the females have shared over the past couple of days that female hockey players are now in a world where they can actually do this as a job. If, if they want to sort of push themselves to the very highest limit, they now yeah. live in a world where that's a possibility. Yeah. And and yeah, for me, that's a, that's a brilliant thing. I've, I've always been a massive advocate of women's sport. I love the growth of it. I, I, I love watching it. I actually prefer watching the women's men's football, the women's football team to the men because they are better. Yeah. And I've always preferred women's boxing. It's, it, I just, one of the things I was always found when I spoke to um, Vicky Feidler, who's involved with the Chelsea for Cobras, I said that when I used to be involved in boxing, that you could send a, send a man out into a fight and, and he comes back after the first round and you're sitting down and you say, well, he did this, so you need to do this. And then when he does that, try and do this. And, blah, blah, blah. and he goes out and does exactly the same thing he did the first time. I hasn't listened to a word you've said. When you send a woman out and they come back after the first round, you sit them down, you tell them what went wrong and what to do. They go out there and they execute it. And and I just think it's a, possibly a sort of a machismo line where where men will sort of think, I don't need to be told what to do. I know what to do. But a woman will take it on board and will improve. And that is why the sports are improving across the board for me. And and I think it's yeah. fantastic to see. I, th- I think that definitely comes across in the dynamics as well. If when the coach sits, he'll explain a drill to us. He'll give us a demo and be like, if you do it this way, then it will be easier if you do it than, than rather than doing it that way. Um, and the girls take it on board and they try it. They try it both ways and see what way works best for them. And I mean, shooting, for example, it's we do the different types of shooting. He'll stand there. We'll say, if you do a slap shot this way and you point your stick in a certain direction after taking the shot, you're, you're, the puck's going to go up in the air or over one side or whatever. Um, so he'll he'll stand there and he'll he'll make us change the way we're doing it to make it better. Whereas um, some of the, the men's teams will be, no, I know how to do it. And, <laughs> I know how to shoot. I know how to do this, but yeah, he—they really take their time with us as well. They have the patience of saints. Being like, well, we've they got, are. It's an it's an all women's <laughs> team. You know, mm. there has to be some sort of patience with us because mm. you know we can be divas, we can be you know moany, we can kind of have our moments and stuff. So to kind of deal with a whole team that's you know continuously building. You know, they he comes out sometimes going, How many's here now? Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, should I stop recruiting then? He's like, No, 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 it's all good. Um, but one thing I did want to clarify, because I think um Mel slipped up a bit then, saying that we understood the drills. Um <laughs> I can hand on my heart say that there's been many a times, oh, all the time, um <laughs> he he scribbles on the board. Sophie, you know you can put your hand up with me as well. <laughs> Let's leave Mel out of this one. Um, where he explains a drill and he says, right, does everyone understand? Of course you're going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah. I understand. That's fine. <laughs> then you go to the next person going, Mel, what is it? And then we just we follow Mel. We follow Mel with a massive yeah. hand down and see what they're doing. We stand at the back of the queue, do it visually. But to be fair, Coach Gruber knows. He's like, right, watch. We'll do it a couple of times, then join in. So I just wanted to clarify because, yeah, yeah no, rules to me 
He's just gobbledygook. Have you got a DJ in the room? No, we want one. That'd be awesome. That, well, I mean, for the change room. Do, do, who, who puts the tunes on uh, the change room? We, that is Amanda. She, she's she got a little playlist on Spotify. Um, so she's got some songs on there so far, which are mainly my songs, because I'm the only one that's a centre center room at the moment. Um, but we're trying to build the playlist. Um, but because we are split, um, the juniors are in their own change room. So you can answer that yeah. one. So I think the juniors have their own little playlist. Um, we do, but songs because our one of our team players, Amelia, usually brings a speaker, and whether she's not there or she always forget the speaker. So sometimes we'll have music, sometimes we won't, and we don't have like a, like a specific playlist yet. Amy's in the middle of making one, so we Good just girl. put on whatever crap really. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound like in the junior room then you can i'll probably give you a blank old expression at most of the things you say but it's uh i don't know it's just random really I, I don't really i'm up the other end i like i'm right next to the door and the music's more down the bottom end so it's just three of us at the top so i'm just really doing my own thing i don't really listen to be honest <laughs> there's a lot of country music in hockey a lot of people in hockey like country music has that made its way over to the Dynamics dressing room? Not yet. Not, not a lot of country, we're, no. We've got, we've got a few rock songs on there. Um, bit of grunge. Bit of grunge, a bit of... Bit of 80s. Bit of 80s, bit of 90s. Bit of everything, yeah. I'm, I'm awesome. loving the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, like, a bit of cheese. It's, you've got to. You've just yeah. whatever the mood takes you. We go from ACDC to the Spice Girls. Yeah. So it's a, a very... Yeah. <laughs> It is. Sophie's like, who's the Spice Girls? Yeah. <laughs> I love the Spice Girls. <laughs> One of you don't have a DJ for your games? Not at the moment. We have got someone who's fantastic at the rink. Um, and if he's free, he's still about kind of doing it because he does the Mustangs and we just love his tunes. So Christian that, that does it, he's, he's great. So he said that he's willing to come along if he's free to do it. So... Yeah, it, the music would be fantastic. Yeah, and if he's not free, we have like a contingency plan. Singing <laughs> on ice. <laughs> I I is, um... No, it's no, not. Well, we good. do have a backup plan if, if Christian's not available. Yeah, I don't know how many steps away we are from having live bands in there just playing the the, the little, uh, little intermissions. Well, Mustangs have the drums, didn't they? That would be awesome. Oh, well, depending on where you are, there's, I think drums have been banned in Swindon at the moment. But if uh, depending on where you are in the league, you can have you there's can a have cowbell drums. as well, isn't there? At Mustang, I there's all so, sorts. Yeah. We need we need some real music. So... My my five year old niece has a guitar. I can always bring her. Yeah, along. I love yeah. music. <laughs> what are the big a... horn things as well? Oh, like yeah. a boozela type thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would echo around that arena in Gillingham. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're always being played at Gillingham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I normally like... take, take them off my kids. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then a permanent DJ sounds like it could well be sorted. It's just uh, a permanent sort of uh, a Barmy Army band section to yes. come and watch the games. Yes, we need band, you know, banners. We need flags. We want it all. No, what's the rest of the season looking like for the Dynamics? How many games you got left? We've got the majority um, of our games left. Yeah, we've we? got seven games left. We've only played yes. one, which was Chelmsford uh, in between Christmas and New Year. Um, so we, I think our next game is February. February. Slough at home is 16th of February, I think. 16th of February. Was that the Adders that you played Chelmsford, was it then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really, 
They're a new development team this year as well, aren't they? Yeah, really, really good match. It was a really good game. It, it was, yeah. They're such a nice bunch of girls as well. They were really, really good, good fun to play against. And especially a lot of our juniors, this was their first game for many of them. Mm. Um, uh, one of the juniors, my daughter, she scored her first goal in her first game, which was amazing, like proper proud mummy moment, like... <laughs> <laughs> We all was. But there were so many that kind of near scores by, you know, our experienced players and not. Um, and the same for their team. Like it was it was such a good, such a good game. All right. So with, with what happens with the development league then after the eight games? Is there like a, a playoff format at the end or is it just eight games, then you have a league champion? Um I'm not too sure. I think there is a playoff um a playoff game. Uh, for the the top end of the table, but I'm not too sure how that works if if it's split because sometimes they split the league. Um, so we have four games, so we play against four other teams, and then the other half there's another four teams there. Um, I think that's to save on travel and things like that. So I don't know whether it will be the winners of our league and then the winners of the next of the other league will then play to become the overall winners. Um, so yeah, we're we're not too sure. It's something that we can find out. Yeah, no, that well, obviously, any, anything that you share out regarding your fixtures and that, I'll reshare it on as well, so we can try and get as many people as possible down at Planet Ice and Gillingham and get watching. Yeah, you. that'd be awesome. Yeah. We'd love to have a little fan base. But, I mean, the parents are come, family come, but it'd be great to see more people in the seats. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the the last little step of it. I think I think they've started getting the you know the teams are up and running. They've got big enough rosters to sort of manage playing. And it's all free entry everywhere. I think it's actually only yeah. the, the Cambridge Kodiaks charge to to come in, and that's only like a couple of quid. So it's yeah, it's really good value, isn't it, for a sort of a good app? And it doesn't take up as much time as a men's game because you, you're not having the ice cuts over between the periods. So no, and you're not got all the penalties. when I mean, you get some penalties, <laughs> um, but you don't get as many many as no, the, the you, men. You, you don't do. get as many as the men. So and to be fair, like we said to people, you know, it means that families can go there with their kids. It's something to do. It's some entertainment for them. Um, um, you know, it's it's ideal. So I, I kind of let all my family and friends know that if you know if you're stuck, if you want to do something, come along. Mm. And it, it's more appealing to the fact the the younger families or the families that have got younger kids because we're not we are non-contact. There's no fights there. There's no violence. Um, and it's <laughs> so it, it is more appealing to to those families rather than going to see a men's game and then it ends up in in fights on the on the ice or on the bench or wherever they decide to to have a fight but I'm sad uh, to say we're kid friendly <laughs> in all honesty some a lot of the kids I see that go to ice hockey they want the fights oh they do, yeah. <laughs> I, I was one of them kids yeah <laughs> it means we have to start smacking people with a stick okay <laughs> Excellent. Well, and that was February sixteenth, was it? Your uh, your next game yeah, against I've, Slough. I've I've just checked. It's actually against um, Coventry. Oh wow, that's a track, isn't it? Um, yeah. For them, um, <laughs> for them it is. Yeah, and it's a it's a half ten face off. So it it is a late one, but it's bring your cocoa. Yeah, blankets, blankets. Yeah, it it will be it will be fun game to watch. And then the McDonald's is open at Medway Retail Park after. Hey, you know, see. As we know, you're a frequent flyer. Were we expecting you? I, I work down that way quite frequently, actually. Oh, there but, we go. 
but um, it's very rare that I, I haven't even been down to to the Dynamos as because I'm a Chelmsford fan, but I haven't even been down there for an away game because it's just it's so hard to find the time. Um, because uh, Chelmsford home games are normally on a Sunday night, so yeah. um, my wife kind of knows. Don't book anything on a Sunday because me and my daughter are going to be going off at like four o'clock in the afternoon, not coming back till ten o'clock at night. Good um, wine. Why? Yeah, but then on a Saturday we're we're always busy and stuff to do, so it's rare that I can actually even get to an away game. That's fine. Us is mainly Friday nights. Come down a bit of training, watch us train, watch a game. Oh, if that if that's an invite and I can get some size oh, eight skates, I'll be there. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I think I did promise to have a go with one of the Chelmsford rec teams because it's uh, I, I played a bit of roller hockey when I was a, a, a teen, so probably going well over twenty odd years ago now. But the um. Yeah, I've never never actually played ice hockey. Massive fan oh. of it. Love it to bits. I've never played it. I could probably say the same. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely, I, I definitely will have to come and have a go. And I think that you guys would definitely be more my pace than a <laughs> than a rec team. <laughs> Some will. <laughs> I keep trying to like recruit people. Like you know, coaches like you know, have they got experience? Da da da. You know, even a little bit. I'm like, can you stay? No, brilliant. Yeah. You can be. Then you can be with me. You know, now I'll end up falling over. Yes, come along. You know, it'll be fantastic. We can fall together. So I'm probably, yeah, I'm quite bad at recruiting as well. Honestly, like, I don't know why I'm in the team. Falling's all part of the process, though. You can't stay come and join. Well, I've I've been told from so many people that that's the the main thing. Everyone would say, oh, stick control or puck and using this. And everyone says, no, skating, skating first. Yeah, well, we well, I mean, yeah, we, we do a bit of everything, don't we? We do do a bit of everything. The skating is obviously the fundamental of it. If you can't skate, then you're not going to be able to hold your stick or even try and skate with the kit on because um, it is very different from going to a public skate. Um, so, yeah, it's it's the skating is the main thing to start with. If you, if you can skate, you haven't got to be an expert at it. As long as you can go forwards and you can kind of go around corners, we can work on it. We've got the amount of people that we have on the ice, with, especially with the helpers as well, they will take their time. They'll take you off, do a one-on-one with you, um, see where you are, what you can do, and kind of gauge from there where they can then make a start on, on training. And like you said, with ball hockey, um, you know, a lot of us go to ball hockey and um, we're lucky to have a, um, a full-size bowl in the garden, obviously stoop and involved in ice hockey all his life so you know we're we're out there all the time but the ball hockey like we've we've got a mum and a daughter we've got a couple of mum and daughters um at dynamics and the mum come to ball hockey first um, and then come on the ice and although she would say herself her skating wasn't the greatest actually her stick handling Mm. was quite good because Mm. she's gone to kind of ball hockey so it just shows there are kind of skills that you can kind of take from something else like you said roller as well um that you do that will that will help you is there a a, with the equipment wise for for new people that show up have you got sort of like equipment that can be borrowed and used until people are are fully into it yeah we've got we've got plenty of loan kits skates and everything else that you're you're going to need really so me and mel are the ones that kind of get it together help you um, I don't help them put it on because sometimes I put my stuff on upside down. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I normally say to someone else, oh, could you help such and such kind of put it on? Um, but there, yeah, we there's have all enough that. of us in the changing room to to help. Yeah. The only thing we won't help with is putting the shirt on over the over the kit. 
So that's like your initiation. What a, what a like you have to do it yourself. Oh, really? That's your initiation? Yeah. yeah. Well, but have you had anyone try the um over the stick challenge? We yeah. have. It's on, it's on TikTok. <laughs> it's on TikTok. I will find that and repost that. But Sophie, I don't think the juniors, we ain't got a lot of the juniors that have done it. So, what even is that? You hold your stick down with your arms fully extended and you have to step Step over it. I've never seen that, like, ever. Have you not? Thank you, Sophie. Don't shame on that TikTok. I love you, Sophie. So, it's going to have to be a part two now, Sophie. So, get ready for the fight tonight, okay? Yeah. Excellent. Mel's just winding down. Making notes, stick challenge. As soon as I see that, that's getting reposted, retweeted. No, absolutely. Restoried everything, all all social medias. (laughs) I can't go up a step on on skate, so I'm not going to be able to go over a stick, am I? So. Excellent. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I hope I haven't taken up too much of your evening. Uh, and we're getting getting the word out there about the Invicta Dynamics. They're currently in the Development League, hopefully in the coming years, sort of inducted into the WNIHL and, and moving the club even further forward after it's almost probably 40 years now in existence. Long time, yeah. Very long time. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I certainly think that now when I get up in the morning. I think, good Lord. <laughs> it's been a we long time. On a Saturday morning, having to get up after training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want them late Sunday night games, do you? They're Monday mornings, like, ten times worse. Yeah, yeah I can I, imagine. It, it is. I I train as well on a Sunday, so it's, yeah. Grueling. It is awful trying to get up on a Monday morning after a late night training session. No McDonald's on that night. Well, lovely. Uh, Mel, thank you. Louis, thank you. Sophie, thank you. Well, thank you very thank much. You. And, uh, we'll, we'll keep up with how you're getting on throughout the season. You're a star. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. A massive thank you to the ladies from the Invicta Dynamics. Mel, Sophie and uh, and Lou, of course. Sounds like they have a really good laugh down there at Planet Ice in Gillingham when the Dynamics are training and playing games. Uh, so certainly if you're down in that area, get yourself down there and check them out. Uh, all the all the time that goes in, of course, from the players and the coaches, all volunteered hours, of course. No one's taking any money for this. Everyone's just doing it for the love of the game and for the fun. So by all means, get your family down there and check that out. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, really, really great to put our little focus on the women's game once a month, as we like to do. So any other any other teams or players in the women's game that want to get your shout out on the podcast, come on and talk to us about your club and how everything goes on down there. And we can get it out to as many people as we can possibly try to, to really get the, get the numbers up for the women's ice hockey. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Podcast Network.